Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Genesis 21, 1. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Today's Bible verse is Genesis 21, 1. Then the Lord took note of Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah as he had promised. When my husband and I were first married, I assumed every blessing we received was meant for him and that I simply got to enjoy them because of our relationship. In my mind, he certainly seemed more deserving, whereas due to all the shame I carried from my past, I determined that I was not. Failing to understand the depth of God's grace lavished upon everyone who places their faith in Jesus Christ, I lived as if God's faithfulness depended on my faithfulness to him. I hadn't come to know his heart, and I lived as if he held favorites. I suspect Sarah, the woman referenced in today's verse, may have felt the same. Formerly called Sarai, she lived during a time when people tended to see women as property, valued not for who they were, what they did, which primarily consisted of birthing children, preferably male, and maintaining the home. In her culture, failure to do so was grounds for divorce. Recognizing the historical context within which she lived gives the words recorded in Genesis 11, verse 30, impact. We read, quote, Now Sarai was childless because she was not able to conceive. Following her story from the land of Ur, where she and her husband were living when God called them both to a then-undisclosed location— to the fulfillment of today's verse and beyond, we recognize the importance of her infertility, which lasted for decades. God turned what must have been her greatest source of pain and insecurity into a beautiful example of his love and grace, demonstrating to her and the watching world 
that she wasn't a commodity powerful men could use and then discard. She was a beloved, seen, cherished, and chosen daughter of God. He demonstrated again and again and in powerful ways that he indeed saw her. Consider how he responded in Genesis chapter 12 when upon entering Egypt, a foreign land, her husband, the man who should have provided for and protected her, in fear and self-preservation, abandoned her. In verses 14 through 16, we read, When Abram came to Egypt, the Egyptians saw that Sarai was a very beautiful woman. And when Pharaoh's officials saw her, they praised her to Pharaoh. And she was taken into his palace. He treated Abram well for her sake. And Abram acquired sheep and cattle, male and female donkeys, male and female servants, and camels. Can you imagine the pain and fear she must have felt? How utterly powerless she must have felt? She must have assumed her situation was hopeless, but her heavenly father demonstrated that this is never the case for the child of God. As Isaiah 59 verse 1 promises, the Lord's arm is never too short to save, nor his ear too dull to hear. Whereas her husband abandoned and betrayed her, according to Genesis 12 verse 17, God rose up to her defense. We read, but the Lord inflicted serious diseases on Pharaoh and his household because of Abram's wife, Sarai. Now, this would have been scandalous and unthinkable at this time that creator God would move so powerfully on behalf of a woman. And notice his response in Genesis 20, when her husband betrayed her a second time in the exact same way. Scripture tells us that God came to the man that her husband betrayed her to in a dream and told him basically that if he didn't return to Sarah, he was as good as dead. And this man, Abimelech, he obeyed and he blessed her, giving Abraham a thousand shekels of silver to cover the offense done against her before all who were with her so that she was completely vindicated. And verse 17 tells us, then Abraham prayed to God and God healed Abimelech, his wife, and his female slaves, so they could have children again. For the Lord had kept all the women in Abimelech's household from conceiving because of Abraham's wife, Sarah. God protected and honored the woman whose husband had discarded her, again, demonstrating that he saw her and that he loved her. And then when we get to today's verse, where we're told clearly that God took note of her, we see his heart. In context, this is specifically referring to a blessing that God had promised back in Genesis 12 when he first called Sarah and her husband to leave Ur, a blessing they both probably thought was meant exclusively for Abraham because in their culture as a man, he would have seemed much more worthy of blessing, whereas most would have viewed her as unworthy or or rather insignificant, unseen. And this just reminds us that our God sees each one of us. He takes note of us as well. He sees when others mistreat, abandon, or betray us. He sees our pain, our insecurities, and our fears. He sees our dreams as well, and he takes note of it all. Because Romans 2.11 promises that our God holds no favorites. And to quote my dear friend and ministry partner, Carol McCracken, at each moment, he loves us with all the love there is. He could not love us any more. I hope that brings you comfort the next time you feel discarded or devalued or unworthy of God's favor. And may we both learn to view our circumstances, the hard and the joyful, 
through that lens, knowing our God will never change. He'll never loosen his grip on us. He'll never turn us back. He will always love us with all the love there is. Let's pray. Holy Father, we are not insignificant. We are loved by you. We are chosen by you. You take note of us. You take note when others mistreat us or abandon us or reject us. You take note of our pain, of our fears, of our insecurities. You take note of it all because you love every part of us. We are wholly loved, fully known, and wholly loved, and we thank you for that. Remind us that you do not hold favorites. You love us because you are a God of love, and you call us worthy because of your Son. His death and resurrection made us worthy, and we are priceless to you, and we praise you for that. You demonstrated just how priceless we are in your mind when you sent Jesus to die on the cross so that we could have a relationship with you. Remind us of that, Lord. When insecurities and doubts and fears rise up, when we begin to discount ourselves, remind us of what you have said and help us to hold tight to that. Remind us that we are deeply loved by you. You call us your own. It's in the name of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, that we pray. Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. God invites us to cultivate thankful hearts by turning our eyes toward Him in good times and bad. To listen to more Abide Christian Meditations, just go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Abide Christian Meditation. You can also download the Abide app for more biblical meditations at abide.com.